Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. The Department of Justice agrees with us, so you can't get much better than that. I think it was important to note a couple of things that, uh, number one, there was absolutely no evidence of any Trump campaign or anyone associated with the campaign conspiring or coordinating with the Russians uh, in its efforts to influence the 2016 U.S. presidential election. That was, by the way, the entire basis upon which this investigation started. So there was zero evidence of that after thousands of, of uh, subpoenas and documents and uh, dozens and dozens of interviews. That was the conclusion. And then as to the obstruction of justice issue, I think the most important part of that is they, uh, on page three, it says, in cataloging the president's actions, many of which took place in public view, the report identifies no actions that, in our judgment, constitute obstructive conduct, had a nexus to a pending or contemplated proceeding, and were done with corrupt intent. And under the Department of Guidelines, under the Department of Justice Guidelines, uh, no charges could be brought. I, I think that's, uh, I think it's a complete 100% vindication of the president. Did you think? Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, it is fascinating. First and foremost, happy Monday to you. And for many of us, it's not just that it's a uh, happy Monday because I'm back in the saddle, but also because I am, I am grateful that the American people are having to deal with the fact that the media has been literally uh, gaslighting this president and that their refusal even at this stage to accept that uh, the president has been exonerated by this Mueller report is fascinating and I think it, you know my my hope is that it it all stops because I think it's bad for the country but in a way I have this sort of little hope a little selfish hope um, that they do what they say they're going to do and ramp up further investigations at the congressional level because it will guarantee that the president gets reelected and it will also probably put the house back in the hands of the democrats and solidify the senate if not expand on the number of seats in the senate and i say that because it's not a matter of whether people like president trump or not i heard that uh, over and over again this weekend but he's not you know we still think he has uh, you know lost his way and we don't accept and but i'll give you the perfect example of how i know that this has literally um created a barrier between the mainstream's representation of this you know this entire investigation and the average person you know, I told a couple of weeks ago, I told the story of one of my neighbors, a woman who is, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure where she came from. But yesterday I got to talk to her for a little while and I did find out that she actually hails from Israel, um, where she went after, you know, the uh, pogroms and communism threw her out of a Slovakia, Slovakian country or, or one of those Eastern European countries. And 
I said to her, she was uh, showing me some photographs of her grandsons in Israel. And I looked at her. This was, you know, last two weeks, three weeks ago. She told me, how could I, you know, aren't I embarrassed? And don't I wish that uh, I didn't support the president? Did I still support him? And I said, in fact, I support him more than ever. And we just kind of left it there. She's a very sweet lady. She wasn't looking for a fight. She was just kind of, you know, she's a product of MSLSD. That's what she watches. So... Um, yesterday, I, I stood with her by the, uh, you know, storage area where people keep uh, extra stuff. And I said to her, well, um, did you see what the president did about the Golan Heights? And she goes, yes. He's very good for Israel. I said, yeah. He's very good for democracy. He's not just very good for Israel. He's very good for democracy. And this is a republic based on, it's a democratic republic. So how can it be good for them and not good for us? Think about that. And she goes, he, you know, he did move the embassy. And, and she was forced to, for the first time, sort of relax this antipathy, this hatred that she's been, you know, spoon fed by these networks. She realized that uh, perhaps there was maybe, you know, a lot of lying going on because that's the, that's the conclusion that you have to reach that somehow these people and now they're not even happy right they wanted it to be collusion the you know the Mueller report and the findings of this report that say there was no collusion they actually go so far as to say there were attempts by the Russians to collude with the Trump campaign and that the Trump campaign did not follow through with those and that no American citizen colluded with Russia. So I think that's really important that this report is concluded and that those conclusions were decisive in saying there's no collusion. But I do think there has to be an overall look at the media and at the Democratic Party, at the leaders in the Democratic Party. Why did they continue to try and delegitimize the president? Why do we even have to have why did we even have to have this investigation for two years based on a fake dossier paid for by the DNC and Hillary Clinton? It's shameful. It's bad for our democracy, our republic. I am pleased with the results. They're they're great. That's what they did. They tried to cast a shadow over this presidency when he was elected by the American people in 2016. They have never accepted the results of that election, not the Democrats and certainly not the media. And so they put these investigations forward and they are just going to continue to do that. But you know what? The American people as a collective are smarter than that. And now they're going to look at the Democrats and they're going to look at the CNN and MSLSD and they know what they're up to because they have seen this before. And what it really shows and what I think is going to have the lasting effect and what the uh, Democrats have still not figured out. And I know, you know, uh, Jennifer shared with me, like if you're talking to the left, they simply will not stop. What it is going to show most people who are not on the left and not on the right that that there's this is all being done or been done to literally damage a president a duly elected president americans don't go for that that is not going to work in an upcoming election this didn't help america at all their whole purpose was to hurt Donald Trump and to win in 2020. 
And I think this is the proof that that's not going to happen. And I love when they say, oh, you didn't draw a conclusion on whether Trump tried to, uh, you know, obstruct just justice. Of course he did. If there was any indication that there was a case to be made for the obstruction of justice, it was up to Robert Mueller to establish that and to charge it. Period. There's no wiggle room on this. I think I saw um, Alan Dershowitz refer to Mueller as a coward. He said it was a very, very bad day for CNN and a very good day. For President Donald Trump. This was a bogus narrative. And it was recklessly promoted. By the anti-Trump media. And, and that's, the, that's the bottom line. Dershowitz. Let me quote him. A lifelong liberal who voted for Hillary Clinton. Says that CNN and other media propagandists. Should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Just because they didn't like Trump. They came up with a phony narrative. He said, quote, this is a good day for the president, and it's a very, very, very bad day for CNN. They should be hanging their heads in shame when you think about how many people uh, out there on CNN went out on a limb and predicted that there would be indictments for obstruction, there would be indictments for collusion, there would be indictments for this and for that, and for when they made it seem like this was an open and shut case and they misinformed the American people. They have to have some public accountability when they say things that turn out to be not true. Dershowitz says, look, I've been vindicated. I've been saying this from day one. And I've been criticized and condemned for simply doing a legal analysis that I think any reasonable, objective, nonpartisan attorney would have done and would have come to the same conclusion that I came to and essentially the same conclusion made by the attorney general. Dershowitz also slammed special counsel Robert Mueller, saying he should have spelled out a definitive conclusion on the obstruction of justice narrative instead of leaving it open-ended. I thought it was a cop-out for him to say there was not enough evidence to indict on obstruction. The job of the prosecutor is to decide yes or no. Make a decision. And then if you say yes, you indict. If you say no, you shut up. You don't go on and say, no, we're not going to indict, but let me tell you, that's exactly what prosecutors shouldn't do. That's exactly what Comey did on the Hillary Clinton email investigation. Shame on Mueller for not having the guts to come to a decision one way or the other. That's what prosecutors are paid to do. We, the American people, are entitled to a yes or no decision, not some law school essay on what arguments there are to be made on both sides. This was a serious mistake. And then the best. The most fun was watching James Comey out there whoa, with his uh, his hostile tweets about, whoa, we don't know yet. There's so many questions to be answered. And Lindsey Graham, God bless him, Lindsey Graham 2.0, a whole different man since uh, John McCain uh, went to meet his maker. Lindsey Graham said, you're right. Can't wait to see you because, of course, he is going to make James Comey testify under oath in front of his committee. And uh, let's see. You know, th these people need to be held accountable for what they did. And more importantly, you and I and the rest of America need to really seriously consider who needs to be punished for this. Because we're talking about 
just so much money, so many manpower hours, such a uh, uh, an assault against individuals, some of whom are going to die in jail in an attempt to wreak havoc in the Trump administration, to scare other people. And, uh, you know, to their credit, Jerome Corsi and Roger Stone did not fall for this crap. And they said, bring it on. Didn't do anything. I'm not going to play this game. Keep looking. You know, if if they find process crimes on these guys, at this point, the American people are going to say, get out of here. Pardon them. That's what they're going to say. So... <laughs> It just, it makes me sad that the American uh, media isn't happy that there was no collusion. They're miserable. They're wringing their hands. They wanted there to be collusion. And when this man who they held up and said, Robert Mueller will get to the bottom of this, when he came back and said, okay, I got to the bottom of this, there's no there there, they all went ballistic. It's a win for America, really. Yeah. I mean, it's not its not yeah. uh, partisan to say that. If you're left or right, you should be happy that this is the conclusion, that there is not someone in America who conspired with Russia to alter the 2016 election. Um, and there will be all kinds of fallout on both sides. But the bottom line is the special counsel interviewed almost 50 people, mm -hmm. had 19 lawyers working 24-7 on this. They had the ability to call grand juries, uh, to, to bring all kinds of, of evidence uh, uh, efforts mm -hmm. going forward, and he did not find it. So when Democrats, if they go down this road up on Capitol Hill, they don't have all those tools, and this is a pretty definitive report. Brett. Yeah, it is. Two years, 19 lawyers, 2,800 subpoenas, 500 search warrants, and it turns up no coordination with Russia in the 2016 election. That's the conclusion. I know they don't want to hear it, but that is the conclusion. Attorney General William Barr sent a letter to Congress yesterday. He revealed the Justice Department found zero, no evidence of coordination with Russia and insufficient evidence that President Trump attempted to impede the investigation. You know why? Because I think this is important. Somebody asked me this morning, said well how can you you know how can you be sure that his firing of james comey wasn't an attempt to obstruct justice and i say very simply what the american people have forgotten is that the executive branch sits separated from the other branches of government from the legislative branch which is congress and the judiciary which is the Supreme Court and the judges in the appellate courts, the separation between those three branches of government, unlike what uh, AOC likes to call them, the chambers, um, kind of like star chamber, I guess. But the executive branch is headed up by the president of the United States. He is the chief executive officer, the CEO of the executive branch which includes the Department of Justice and all of the cabinet departments that he has, you know, brought in people to head up, which had to be confirmed by the legislative body. And there it lies. He has a right to hire and fire 
whoever he wishes. Now, in the case of a cabinet secretary, that cabinet secretary goes through a confirmation process, and if they cannot get through the confirmation process, the president really doesn't have many alternatives. There are recess appointments. We all know that. But that is really uh, a last resort kind of thing. It has been done by just about every president, but I frown upon it no matter who the president is because I think what it says is that uh, – um, you know, I don't really care what that separate branch of government has to say about this. And I don't think that's a it's not a good look. That's all. It's not a good idea. So it's fascinating to me. After more than two years of not just the Democrat Party, but most of the media alleging collusion. And that's the word they used between the president and Russia. The special counsel concluded that there was none. But no one associated um, even working within the campaign, despite, now listen, this is an important part of this paper that no one is talking about, despite multiple offers from Russian-affiliated individuals to assist the Trump campaign, they never took them up on it. That is significant. I'm not so sure we could say the same for the other side, but let's leave that alone. The special counsel's investigation did not find the Trump campaign or anyone associated with it conspiring or coordinating with Russia. It did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government. That's the end of the story. Now, did it also not find that anybody on the other side was uh, colluding or obstructing? Ah, that is the question. When I come back, I'll tell you what I gleaned from the summary. Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional. Serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. And people are delusional on both sides. They really are. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's something that I have learned painfully during the last three, four years that there is such a a crappy partisan attitude right now in this country that people would rather fight than come together and you know listen i believe you should fight for what you believe in i believe that there are certain things that are wrong and certain things that are right and i'm i'm very very clear in my own mind about what those are but I also love the fact that I live in a country where people who have different opinions from mine have a voice. And if I were to have it my way, they would not limit the voice of people like you and me or anyone else. Which is why this is a critical time in our nation's history. And I have said this um, pretty much every day for a while. There is a, a, a determined effort on the part of not just the tech giants that control these social media platforms, but also on the part 
of the giant media companies, some of which, uh, you know, are also part of the tech universe, like uh, Jeff Bezos, who is not only the owner of Amazon, the creator of Amazon, but is also uh, now the owner of major newspapers, publications, uh, lots of movie companies, uh, television companies that are now all joined together in determining who has a right to speak. And they have like the most, uh, you know, it's fascinating to watch them too because they keep patting themselves on the back and saying, hey, you know what? This is, uh, this is us being responsible. This is us, uh, silencing things that we think are dangerous for the American people. Well, guess what? You know, the revolution in this country, I assure you that the Brits who control just about everything at that time were not eager to have the revolutionaries viewpoint put forward what kind of country they wanted to live in why they had left great britain why they were settling this new land at great personal sacrifice and danger they were looking for something that they could not have in england and so the brits didn't really want anybody talking about that which is why you had these uh these groups that thank god for inventing the printing press that put together flyers that were then distributed around communities, inspiring people and helping people to believe that they did not have to be subjects anymore, that they could in fact become citizens of a new nation. When it is obvious to people that they can no longer abide by the rules by a, you know, a, a, in, that, in their, that case, a monarch, then they have a right to separate themselves. And they had to fight to separate themselves. What I see happening now is the same effort to tamp down any efforts to counter the opinions of the people with all the power, the people with all of the uh, platform. And it is just, it's a dangerous, dangerous situation. You know, these... And and what makes me even crazier is that they don't even know what they're asking and how it's going to result. They just want to keep the fires burning. For instance, all of these candidates that are already in this primary, uh, I mean, what's her name? Uh, 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 the one that just announced this weekend, Gillibrand? Okay. She gets out there in front of the Trump Tower, you know, and, and delivers this retarded, you know, explanation of how... Unlike President Trump, she's running to represent the LGBT and the this and that. I mean, she had like a, you know, every uh, victim group she could think of up there on the stage with her. And somehow she really thinks that this is a way to win the majority of Americans to her side. And I'm just sitting there scratching my head thinking to myself, who does this, who does this convince? It doesn't even convince those communities anymore. You got walk away movements. You got all this stuff going on. Blexit. You've got, uh, the Jexodus. You have all these movements of these historic, um, died in the wool, yellow dog, never leave the Democrat party groups that are starting, especially in the millennial generation. I forget about my age. They're all like too old to think, I guess. I don't know. But these millennials are going, wait a minute, what have the Democrats done for me lately? I mean, they, they every time they want to win an election, they come out and tell me they, they stand for me. But then when I look at what's, uh, you know, what's really changed, it's kind of hard to make that case. 
And this is why, you know, I love that they're all calling for a complete and total release of the uh, of the Mueller report. Even the president has said, go ahead, release the report. Now, the attorney general, Bill Barr, doesn't want to do that because there may be things inside of this that uh, could, in fact, endanger, you know, the, the country. And, and I don't quite understand how that would be. Um, but I got to believe that the attorney general does. And all I kept thinking is release it. And just, you know, maybe if there's like five things in there that have to be redacted, redact them and release it. Because I think they know not what they ask for. I think if the American public actually sees this, it's going to be worse for them. Because you can you can now be very clear that the Democrats set this all in motion. And that, wait, and here's the part that you're not going to like, but that, you know, I've completely come to the conclusion. Neither are the establishment Republicans. I blame them, even more than the Democrats. The Democrats are the loyal opposition. I expect them to resort to just about any tactic, knowing Democrats, even the most insidious and nefarious of tactics. But it was the Republican Party members who are really scared of this president. And I'll tell you why they're scared. Because he upset the apple cart. They all kind of fit into it. You know, they keep trading back and forth. Well, you'll have the House and we'll have the Senate and we'll have the Senate and you'll have the House and we'll have the White House and you'll have the this. And the, and they just, they're very comfortable, um, you know, with, with the same people being in charge in both parties. It's always Chuck Schumer. It's always Nancy Pelosi, right? Doesn't matter whether they're in the majority or the minority. Same people. It's always Mitch McConnell. The only reason it's not always John Boehner is because uh, he just got sick of it. And I never liked him anyway. And then you had Paul Ryan, who I literally, um, I, I won't take that bumper sticker off my car that said repeal and replace Ryan and McConnell because I believe that with all my heart and soul, that they are no good for the country, no good for the party that they, that they both claim to be uh, members of. But I look at what they did to the their very own candidate. I mean, here you have both houses. You have the White House, which is what you told us, conservatives, that is, what you told conservatives and certainly what you told fellow members of your Republican Party, that would be required to get some of the important things done in this country to literally, uh, you know, de what's the right word? Deconstruct. What happened for the eight years prior, and in my opinion, the 16 years prior, okay, because I was not any fan of uh, uh, George Bush, and as time goes on, I become less and less of a fan. He's a bitter, that whole family is so bitter, so, so entitled, they think they're supposed to be in charge at all times. You know, I love when they get on their moral high horse, you know, please, give me a break. Nobody has a right to tell me that they're more moral than we are, especially when I can point to pl plenty of behaviors on all their parts that didn't evidence that, okay? But I watch this go on, and I think to myself, the Republicans have nobody to blame but themselves. Well, they can blame everybody, but they themselves have to have a coming to terms. This, that party, 
has got to take responsibility for this whole Mueller investigation. They do, you know. Um, they didn't push back. You know, supposedly these were Republicans, Comey and, and Mueller. You know, stop, stop. These are the same Bill Crystal, never Trump people that make me sick to my stomach. You know, what on earth are you going to tell me? You don't like his attitude. You don't like the way he speaks. You don't like this. You don't like that. What you don't like is the fact that he got more done for conservatives than any of the people you've been touting for generations. They couldn't get squat done. As a matter of fact, they caved on almost everything that was important. And here comes this this lone wolf, this person with very few friends, as it seems, in Washington, who says, well, no, I promised the American people that we were going to try to do this and this and this, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, um, even though I'm being thwarted at every turn by members of my own party. It's crazy. It really is. And they have this whole cadre of reporters on their side. Breaking news. Trump still facing multiple investigations after Mueller probe wraps up. They won't let go. They just, they cannot admit defeat. They cannot admit that they lost that election with the anointed one. But I got news for you. Some of the things I read over the weekend guarantees they, they're going to lose the next election. Absolutely. Guarantees it. Yeah, Joe Biden, you ask Stacey Abrams to be your vice presidential candidate and you bring the two of you on on board and watch how quickly the American people say, huh? Why would two two losers suddenly become winners? I beg your pardon, but Joe Biden has lost multiple attempts to be the president and Stacey Abrams never got out of the Georgia State House. And then she declared that she had somehow been cheated. We don't like sore losers. Well, actually, as the president pointed out, we don't like losers. It's not the American way. So I, I'm just, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged that the people are beginning to see through, uh, even through their blindness to party loyalty or their fantasy of who actually represents them. They're beginning they're beginning to uh, to see the light. Anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stay right where you are. It's the puzzle. It's no different, Shannon, than what they've been saying for the last many, many years. So we've had two and a half years of this, and I have to remind everybody, let's not forget, it is likely that this investigation started in late 2015, but for sure by early 2016, by Clinton operatives and likely people at the highest levels of the FBI and Department of Justice. Let that sink in a second. This investigation was started in late 2015, early 2016 by Clinton operatives and DOJ and FBI officials. So we have had three and a half years of this. Our counterintelligence capabilities in this country were turned against a political party. The American people should be ticked at this. 
And thank God we finally have an Attorney General, and I congratulate Attorney General Barr today, we finally have the grown-ups back in charge to get the Department of Justice back on its feet and clean out these dirty cops. And when will somebody actually uh, ask the question, who was the President of the United States when all this was supposedly going on? You know, I, I just have to uh, wonder why they, nobody in the media is at all concerned with the fact that uh, they had their guy in the White House, one uh, President Barack Obama, when apparently Russia was attempting to collude with a, a, a candidate. I mean, did they not know? And if they did not know, who dropped the ball? Shouldn't we have a, a clue as to whether the subject of Russian interference is really the fault of nonfeasance, forget malfeasance, nonfeasance, as my friend Tony said, of the Obama administration? You know, uh, uh, President Trump was nothing but a reality television star when all this went down. Somebody needs to ask that question. And, uh, and I'm certain they will. What's really fascinating to me is watching how they are so desperate, even in spite of this report exonerating the president, to color the way we feel about the report and the way we feel about President Trump still. Like, they just never, ever learn. And the proof of that is CNN is running a... Uh, a Richard Nixon special. You know, why now? Why why are they running this now? Well, it's pretty obvious to me that they still want want you to be thinking about impeachment. And they more than anything want you to understand that it's their responsibility, that they're the journalists and they're seeking the truth. When we have now learned that's simply not so. They're not seeking the truth. What they are seeking is to literally turn over a duly elected presidency. That's it. You know, and, and I don't know about the rest of you, but that infuriates me. As Devin Nunes said in that previous soundbite, that ticks me off big time. Because there's a lot that needs to happen in this country you know, all I ever hear is, we need infrastructure, we need this, we need that. Well, guess what? We just spent, what, $30, $40 million on a ridiculous investigation, which yielded no evidence of what it was supposed to be about, and they're not ready to stop. They want to indict and subpoena and this and that. They're going to do more. Lord have mercy. Some people need to be punished for this attempted coup.